everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today we are talking about Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. I did have a fart joke in there, but I just ruined it afterwards. So, on with the music, Craig. talk about Ratchet and Clank is my good friend Craig. Hi. <laughs> How are you this evening? Craig, why don't you give us the stats on this glorious game? Uh, yeah, sure thing. Um, um. <clears throat> Remember that dead air I was talking about? Um, well, what I did was I had I had the Wikipedia page open and then I opened Teespring on top of the Wikipedia page from the last time you started waffling. So now I'm here. So Ratchet & Clank is developed by Insomniac Games, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, directed by people, programmed by people, written by people. The music was composed by Mark Mothersbar and Wataru Hokuyama. It's part of the Ratchet & Clank series, obviously, and it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive that was released not that long ago, on June the 11th, 2021. I was really hoping that would lead back to this loop <laughs> where you would say, and it was released in blah, and it would just continue to loop for the rest of the episode. Um, so, since this is a super newish game for us, um, there's it's going to be a little bit different. We're not going to necessarily have a spoiler wall, we're just going to let you know, okay, hey, here's when we're going to talk about the story. Um, there's a few things we're going to take for granted that you're aware of if it appeared in, like, trailers or in, like, print media because people read those, I think. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be kind of vague when it comes to what we think about the story and things like that. We'll keep it super sectioned off because this is only one episode. Now... We've done a Ratchet and Clank game before. We have. Uh, if I remember correctly, we were all kind of fans of the tech wizardry yeah. of we, the last Ratchet. And we Clank. absolutely were in love with it. It was great. So, uh, Craig, since you were a big fan of the last one, mm -hmm. and you surely went on to play more of them, yeah? Uh, I can't remember. I know I've played a crack in time, and I've played. One of the other PS3 ones, it might be Tool, Tools of Destruction. Tools of Destruction, yeah. yeah. Um, and I meant to play Into the Nexus. I think that was the last PlayStation... That was the last one before the reboot, in inverted commas. Mm -hmm. um, and I never got round to it, because my PlayStation 3 is away, and, you know, I just... I just didn't. Excuses, excuses. Excuses, excuses. But I think the thing is, um, like... No matter what I've played now, Ratchet and Clank wise, you know what you're getting into. This one's the same. There's a lot of just a similar feel and thread through all of them, which is really quite nice and comforting. Yeah, it's kind of hit that point where it's kind of like a Mario and a Zelda, yeah. where you know there's going to be a base amount of things that never change. Yeah. Uh, you will always be double jumping, you will always be strafing and shooting, mm -hmm. you will always have a fun collection of weapons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just a Ratchet and Clank-ass Ratchet and Clank yeah. game. Riding rails. I was super happy to see some ride, rail riding. I think, um, oh, yeah. Very fun sections. But yeah, uh, it is a standard Ratchet and Clank game with some extra cherries and squishy cream on top of it, which is quite nice. Now, uh, so has your... After playing 
those end rip, rift apart. Oh my gosh, I'm going to know. keep screwing that up. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> has your excitement for Ratchet and Clank gone down at all? No, no, not at all. Because it is so similar. No, because I think what you get is you get a, like a really solid, fun platforming game that's just all around fab. But it's not. It's not like it's long and drawn out. It's got they. They, they all seem to be like the perfect length for the type of. Game. You don't want a fifty-hour, you know, like three plat- D platformer. You know, you don't need all that. It just they all have this really nice format. The structure of the missions is really clear and laid out, and you can revisit areas at any point and hoover and do what you need to do. I think I just it's just such a lovely evening game to play. When you're, you just want to have some fun. It's it's a nice comfort food mm-hmm. in in terms of games. Um, all right, so if you would like to hear a lot of our generalities of what we think of a Ratchet and Clank, because I think uh, the reboot was was it Luke's and yours first? Yes. No. So there, it wasn't the first one, but I th- we went over all the generalities of Ratchet and Clank. So we covered, you know, okay. like collecting bolts, upgrading weapons, um, you know, like the general structure of the mission. We did actually cover quite a lot of it in the first episode, which I will link in the description. We did. Um. Oh, we're getting fancy yeah. now. We're linking in the description. Um. So yeah, if you'd like some generalities on what we think of it, so what I'd like to do is like right here. Um, this is going to be super strange, but let's do a mini final thoughts for if people don't want to be spoiled on anything that's new. They just want to know what we think of Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. Rift Apart. All right. Okay. I quite like this. I quite like this. Yeah. So if you liked the uh, the, the Ratchet and Clank from 2016, 2016, it must be 2016. I think it was 2016. Yeah. If you liked the 2016 Ratchet and Clank, this is just the same, but better and with some new shiny things. It's excellent. It's really excellent. It utilizes the best of PlayStation 5 hardware, the controller. It just does everything kinda nice and kinda right. It's 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 fantastic. Uh in terms of Insomniac, I'd say it's up there with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like the I it's hard for me to poke holes in this game. Yeah. Um I will say uh just to um extrapolate a little bit off of what you said. The way it utilizes the, uh, I would imagine, bits of the PS5, mm-hmm. this feels like it couldn't have been done last gen, yeah. especially with all the rift walking, yeah. like like just that instantaneous when you tether it and mm-hmm. whoop, just it's like, I don't think it could be done. Yeah. So as a good tech demo for this is what could be possible on a PS5, I think it it's wonderful. Yeah. I think actually, uh, other than that, yeah, it, it supersedes what what I would say to people was Astro's Playroom, and I know that's like a bot, a pack-in game, or, or you know whatever, whatever the digital equivalent of a pack-in game is. Um, as a tech demo, I think Ratchet and Clank just blows it out of the water because it takes all these things. Oh, Astro's does have clicky trickles, and you do all the things with a controller, but it feels like a tech demo. This feels naturally using all of the technology really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astro is a tech showcase. Mm-hmm. This is, okay, let's put that into practice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of in complete agreement with Craig. I don't think this is the best Ratchet & Clank, but it's up there with, like, going Commando. It, it's, like, quite a good entry in the Ratchet & Clank. And 
I'm happy that it came out. <laughs> like, 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 super happy because I was worried, okay, once Sony bought Insomniac, uh, okay, they're probably going to want them to focus on stuff like Spider-Man because I would imagine that made way more money than a Ratchet & Clank game did. But I'm, I'm super happy that they still do Ratchet & Clank stuff. Yeah. So there you go. If you haven't played it and our opinion matters at all to you, I would say go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. Or rent it or whatever you do. Just play it. Yeah. All right. Now, getting into the fun stuff. Uh, this is not a complete spoiler breakdown. This is just for mechanics because uh, some of the joy in playing this is, oh, hey, that is cool. And finding out these mechanics. So, Craig. Yes. Why don't you, um, compared to 2016, what are some of the things that this does new that uh, you liked? Um, well, I think, like, to get the big one out of the way, the rift tethering mechanic and the way it introduces, uh, like, the you know, the, uh, the optional pathways to get to a collectible or a new weapon. Um, in previous games, it could have been that you needed to collect the gravity boots and then there was a wall in a previous planet that you had to travel back to, to walk up, uh, the magnet boots, sorry, to walk up the wall to get this stuff. One of the really nice things about this is what you'll encounter during the game are kind of like rift, flobbly, blobbly things which you can open up and jump through into a completely new world and it's like a a challenge, a platforming challenge. The end of it is a new gun or a piece of technology or something cool and I really liked the the, uh, the way it was kind of, it feels more sewn into the game than your kind of more Metroidvania, oh I've got a new piece of kit so now I'm going to go and revisit all the other areas. It just felt a, a slightly slicker and generally as I say, the rift mechanic, that instant, I'm going to go over there and you pull it, the effect you get as you teleport effectively it just it blew my mind for the first time it doesn't so much teleport as much as it feels like it folds the world in half and you meet it there it is in a really cool visual design i have been racking my brains because some of the rifts it's not even like you tether to it some of them you just plain walk through or or you know like you uh, rocket boot through my Love a god! You rocket boot through that. You turn around and go, "How the how they must have two worlds running at the same time, or so." I don't know how to do it. <laughs> it's fab, um, and I suppose the last thing that I will say is the rocket boot mechanic. The way it uses the controllers to charge up, so you're clicking and crunching the triggers to go click left, right. Left. I I lo- it's super satisfying to rocket boot about the place with that. Oh, tactile, yeah. crunchy feeling. It, it, it's great. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was a wee bit... Uh, so I will stop talking now. Uh, what did you think? No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> was, yeah. I, I didn't like it as much as I liked um, Witch in the Hundred Knight. Oh, I thought that was a much better game. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, I want to kind of go back and talk about what you said about finding these rifts. Mm-hmm. These rifts act pretty much as challenge yeah. rooms. Like, if you were to wireframe it, it's, oh, hey, it's a challenge room. Uh, but... It doesn't do that. What can potentially be annoying thing that Metroidvanias do that you mentioned? It's you will never run across a rift that you can't complete right now. And it was very nice to just have, oh, I found a rift. I can do it. Not, okay, I need a specialized tool for this. Let me come back later. That is super nice. There are some things you will want to come back to a planet for. uh, Like the arena. Mm -hmm. 
the, uh, the arena that shows up in every Ratchet & Clank game is also here, uh, except it has the best announcer it's ever had. And you'll find small amounts of that, but pretty much everything you run into is, okay, let's do it now, kind of thing. Um, let's talk about difficulty. Um, I like difficulty in my games, yes. as I'm sure everybody's aware, but I'm glad to see that Ratchet and Clank is still Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Like, like it's not, they didn't ratchet up the difficulty. Hey. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's just an easy breezy game yeah. that never really got too difficult for me. Like, I don't even know if I died other than stupid. Oh, can I jump yeah. across this gap? Uh-huh. Deaths. I, I take it you didn't run into anything like that Oh, either? no, um, nothing at all. I just, I went for stock standard, whatever middle-of-the-road difficulty is, absolutely fine. I gave it to Reese as well, because he was interested in playing it, and he had an absolute blast with it. And then for the more tricky bits, they've actually got a very nice option of, you know, the lowest difficulty is you basically, you cannot die you will, you will never, you'll lose a certain amount of health and then it just stop, you stop losing health. And I gave that to him and he had an absolute blast, like, fighting his way through the game. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. So it, kind of like, I guess, the, the gold suit mm-hmm. in Mario. It's just like, look, you've tried, yeah. just go ahead, it's fine. Um, There is a certain amount of talk we could do about the technical end of this. Uh, as in what it does with the different modes, because you can choose 30 frames yep. per second, you can choose 60 frames per second with rate. I don't know about that stuff. I've never been much of a tech yeah. head. That, that's like Mike's thing, because you say ray tracing, and you can hear the boner in Gorge mm-hmm. whenever you just say ray tracing or ocular speculum. Ocular speculum, I don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's a speculum. Uh, I I really don't think it's speculum is the word. I don't, I don't either. I think that's a medical tool, uh-huh. but it sounds pretty cool to have an ocular speculum. Uh-huh. Um, what is that called? Um, what the occlusion thing? Something occlusion? There, occlusion. Yeah. There we yeah. go. I couldn't think of the word. Uh, so, okay, so there are no ocular speculums. I, I, um, right. So, I'm just. I am not as technical but i do appreciate a good 60 frames a second so i went for that option and i chopped and changed between 30 and 60 frames a second and 30 frames a second is just it feels like you're playing games in the 80s it's just not good enough anymore 60 frames a second is oh you're is where it's you're wrong oh no no i'm Uh, not wrong at all so so i played i played through the entire game on graphics mode because I don't do that a lot. Like, if I'm playing Neo or Monster Hunter, it's always performance uh-huh. mode. I need performance mode. And this, I'm like, well, it's Ratchet and Clank. It, it doesn't matter too much. So I, I finally did it with all the little graphical bells and whistles on. And, oh, my gosh, this game yeah. looks amazing. I mean, it, uh, and I didn't feel oh, it. It looks... When I switched to 60. I don't understand. I just don't... I don't know how you don't... I don't understand that. Because 60 frames a second, it feels totally different it feels better like i it still looks beautiful but it just feels slightly better it's just (sighs) well as an example um me and craig are currently trading back and forth rounds of 2k21 Mm -hmm. and there is a 30 hertz and a 60 hertz option um and i can tell you when i switch from 30 to 60 oh oh okay yeah i can feel this 
but give me 10 minutes with it and my brain like auto corrects oh, yeah. to whatever mode I'm playing on and I don't notice <laughs> yeah. it anymore. And I think that is it is all down to that personal taste thing because if you do and and this won't happen with you obviously but for me if I'm sitting playing that game at 30 frames a second and my brain it's going you could be playing this at 60 Craig and I know that I won't notice the difference but my brain is already fighting it so I have to I have to go for the 60 PC gaming, that is very much a thing for me. If I know this could look better, uh-huh. it drives me insane if I can't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I played I played through the whole game on the 30 with the ray tracing. Yeah. I think that's the option. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked fantastic. And then I played through half of it again. Well, you, you know how if you're going for the platinum, you got to get the gold weapon. Yes. I, I played up until the point where I had enough bolts to get all the gold weapons and stuff. At 60, and to be honest, unless I played it one roid after the other, I couldn't tell. I could tell the visual quality was a little lower mm-hmm. in 60, but that was it. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you're a tech head that's into that kind of thing, I'm sure there will be a mode for you because there's more modes than we just mentioned, oh, right? There's four or yeah, three? Yeah, there is. There's, you know, you've got your performance with ray tracing. You've got, like, a locked 60 frames a second, you know, like, longer draw distances and all that kind of... There's... There's a good chunk of options. There's something there for you. Uh, yeah, not just in the visuals either. Like uh, the option menu feels like it was for a PC game. There's a lot of little tweaks you can make. And I, I would love that to see an option moving forward. As in games expand their options menu more. Because that is a nice thing that PC has that uh, console gaming doesn't. So if you played at 60, right? Um... Like, if I'm playing a game at 60 and it drops to 50 or 40, I can't necessarily oh, always tell. Okay, okay. If I'm playing it at 30 and it drops to, like, 25, I yeah. can absolutely I, tell. I, that's the thing That's the thing Ratchet had going for it always. It's, it, it's a locked... I mean, not many games well, but it was a locked 30. It, you know, you are not seeing any frame rate drops. I think a change in frame rate is much more noticeable than a low frame rate. Like... It, uh, okay, did you notice any no, in this when you were like, playing at 60? None at all. It was just, it was epically fluid. Alright, that's that's good to yeah. hear. Um, let's talk about the biggest thing about this game, Craig. <laughs> I mean, we talked about the wrists. Let's talk about Rivet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was initially concerned about like, oh no, what are they doing? Yeah. Add another character? Because they've done that before. Um, without spoiling... Mm-hmm. I think Rivet and Kip yep. is it Kip? Yeah, Kip. Okay. Killbot works wonderful uh-huh. in this game. It, it, the, like if if they came out with Rivet and Kit, um, a, a crack in your ass or uh-huh. whatever, I totally would play that game. Yeah. I mean, they, they've done it so well. So like, as seeing as you're still listening, instead of just go, go to play it, we'll just you know gently spoil things. But Rivet and Kit are your alternate dimension ratchet and clank you know like swapped genders and swapped bot functions so you know um ratchet was obviously or sorry clank was obviously a a bad bot gone good and kit is a war bot transforming mega kick-ass thing that turns into the cutest speed robot in the world ever (laughs) (laughs) um so the, the way the missions are structured when you meet kit and and um, rivet you 
set, go your separate ways but work towards the same goal. So if you land on a particular planet, you play as Ratchet, and if you go somewhere else, you play as Rivet. And it'll just say in the introduction scene, or, or when you go to change level, it'll go, I wonder how Rivet's getting on in such and such a place. Oh, wonderful <laughs> touch. It's like a small, stupid touch that's like, wah, that's uh-huh. great. Uh, done real well absolutely and the thing is that you can swap between the two of them and although they've got slightly different skills or talents or different things to do and the bots solve different puzzle types for the puzzle levels the controls are seamless you instantly know what you're doing with both people it's really good it's really really good I absolutely agree. I was uh, charmed by both of them. I like like it, it's. I like Rivet and Kid as much as I like Ratchet and Clank. Now, um, mm-hmm. let's gently tenderfoot around the story for a moment, okay? Because we're talking about it. Ah, uh, there's a lot of very. I, I hate to use the word cute, but it it's well, it is. It's just like it's cute in that Disney movie sense. Like like you know, if you're watching like Road to El Dorado or something. Oh my gosh, that is such an old movie. Um, because it was a buddy Why did movie. You pick that a buddy movie of all like, of them, uh, or Emperor's New Groove, or something like that. Like okay. just that buddy traveling movie. I, I can't think of too many newer Disney mm-hmm. movies that are like that, but I haven't seen like Moana or Frozen or Coco yeah. or what, any of those. So I don't know. They're all they're okay. all buddy movies, you know, like. You, Human person befriends other human or anthropomorphic animal, okay. and they go on an adventure. I thought that no, was every that's Disney not Beauty film. And the Beast. Uh, that's not. Hold on, that's not Great Mouse Detective. Well, I guess if <laughs> if you can say well, whatever. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> you know, it uh, it, it's that level of <laughs> if you took that kind of story and then maybe clicked one or two levels above on the jokes sort of made for teenagers level. Like, it's not quite super kitty, but it's not quite full teenager-y either. Um, how did you feel about about the story, just on a, in a base thing? Because, I mean, it's not like oh. it's not like God of War level good or Spider-Man yeah, it's, level good. It's, it's not God of War good. The, the whole point is, you know, like, Ratchet and Clank um, are celebrating Ratchet and Clank Day or whatever. Clank has a gift for Ratchet, which is this rift gun... Which the Dimensionator, the Dimensionator, um, which I was going to say Doctor Nefarious there, but that is not the Doctor's name. Professor Nuts and Bolts, Professor Nefarious. Nefarious. Oh no, sorry, I'm getting confused between that and Doctor Nefario from the Despicable Me films. Uh, One is good, uh, the other is annoying. Yes. and we know which one is which. Anyway, so Dr. Nefarious steals the gun, meets his alternate dimension, Professor Nefarious, or Emperor Nefarious, who has been successful in enslaving mankind of that dimension, and they have their own wee buddy trip to try. I, I, I really like their buddy story. It's pretty yeah. good. It's, it's very good. I just thought, you know what? It's so simple, but it just, it frames every, you know, dimension traveling and, you know, traveling between dimensions 
fluidly and all of this kind of stuff that happens and time travel and things can get overly complicated and this was just a super simple it, it, way it very much comes to down to take the story a lot thing it, it is worked a really thing well in a, uh, in universe again. a in universe b it is that thing but opposite uh-huh. um if it's a girl it's a boy yeah if it's a terrible villain that can't ever get his act together <laughs> it's a hyper competent villain uh-huh. that's pretty much all you're really working with but it still manages to be fun. Uh-huh. Um, I had a smile on my face through like every story sequence yeah. that happened. Which, by the way, I, I you, you've seen the movie, right? Yes, yes. Are these visuals close to the movie for you? Because oh, I was watching, I'm like, man, uh, this is like super close to the movie. I said to you, like, I was sitting watching the cutscene. I was like, oh, great, they've got that movie level cutscene in place, and then nothing was happening. And I was like, has it actually? <laughs> I moved the thumbstick, and I was like. No way! This is actual gameplay. It's it's incredible. It's and I I think I messaged you straight after this. I was like, Dave, I was watching the film and then it just it just stopped and it was the game and the, it's <laughs> it's really nice, really pretty. It it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of want to talk more. You know what? Let, let let's talk on some brief things that happen in the story without spoiling. Things. Yeah, like uh, you mentioned the initial recap, right? Yeah. Like, that recap of past uh-huh. Ratchet & Clank games was super charming. Yeah. Like, I loved going through that. Uh, in case you haven't played it yet, uh, basically, like Craig said, there's a parade and mm-hmm. it's for Ratchet & Clank. And it's, you know, Captain Quark is narrating as you make your way through these different floats on the parade of like, and here's where our two heroes went, blah, 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 blah. And it's pretty much just recapping uh, the, the games, games that happened that before. So good. Yeah, it's mwah, It's beautiful. Um, super liked that. Um, I I really liked how they didn't have, and this is mild spoiler. Leaving a pause there, they didn't wait until the end to have the two meet. I was oh, yeah. kind of yeah. dreading that if that would happen. Um, because they got some fun humor out of the oh wait wait what if the other me doesn't like me yeah, it, yeah. it's charming humor about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the simple way as well, like the way it knitted them together really well for me was the fact that um, Ratchet ends up with Kit and Clank ends up with Rivet. You know, I thought... Yes, very smart move. Very, very, very smart because immediately they're forming a bond and it's, it is unbreak- it's unbreakable. God, this is going to like, would be as well just like get more junk out and masturbate along <laughs> to this or something. It's it, it, really good. Uh, okay, so let's talk about something that I don't think works very well. Uh, I got tired of the new minigame mode in this. Uh, the, uh, you play as the, this... The Lemmings. Oh, God. No, 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 that I liked. Okay, right, okay. Um, oh, the, the we'll spider bot. The, the puzzle. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, the little spider bot thing. Mm-hmm. So you play as this cute little spider bot because everything has to be cute and make you go, dude, I totally own a plushie of that. Uh, and it turns into almost a wave based third person shooter. Uh, there are some cool things it does, like, you know, you can climb up the walls and you're shooting things upside down. Uh, but pretty much it's, it's, it's kill all the enemies, flip the switches, okay, doors open. Um, Okay. I, I have a fondness for the older door opening puzzles, so this was kind of like, ah, okay, that's fine, yeah. you know. But I wasn't a huge fan. How did you feel? Uh, I, I was the same. Mechanically, uh, it was okay to start with and got a bit long. I, I do like the way the game entirely takes that. Remember, you you walk up a wall and then you're upside down. It takes that to the next level. You're constantly shifting where gravity is. 
It's fab. Um, but I didn't like the mechanics by the end. And the thing that, that, like, literally the only thing is I have a personal dislike, I think. I think it's a dislike for the quirky AI gone bad type. Oh, Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a hoary old chestnut to be pulling it, out. It really is. I think it's just... It's old. It's it's old now. It's it's still happening, even through to like recent films like that. Mitchell's versus the machines on Netflix. This isn't an advert, we're not sponsored by them. It's a fantastic film. Yet but it hangs on that premise of, you know, like quirky cute phone AI gone bad, but it's all the way back to like portal. Oh phone AI gone bad, but in a cute and quirky cake way. It just it's been happening for a long time now. I think I've seen it enough. I think the only two that should be allowed to do it at this point are Portal and System Shock. Yeah. Uh, Shodan and GLaDOS are the only two quirky AIs that want to kill you that should be allowed mm-hmm. in fiction anymore. Um, so, Craig, let's play a little game called What Was Dave Thinking? Uh-huh. Because we played this a little while ago. We were going to record it at an earlier date, but uh, stuff came up, so... I completed it probably, what, two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, something like that now. Um, I have a note on my little notepad that says, love the new map. I, in in my memory, I don't know what the love. new map does that the old map didn't. Love the new map. Um, I don't know, because the biggest thing that of note for me with the map was when you were doing all the collectibles for, you know, the big open world deserty type place. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a full 3D map. That's what it was. Also, it, it does... Um, is it that the collectibles also appear on your HUD in-game of, like, a little arrow pointing to where the next one is? Yeah, the collectibles pop up... If you're near it. When you're near it, and then at some point... If you do one of the rif- the challenge rifts, it gives you an item that highlights every collectible, every item, every That's what object. it must have been. It, it, it's really good. You can select checkpoints and it'll direct you towards it, but it'll direct, it won't put a, as the crow flies arrow, it'll direct you round a hill rather than straight into the side of a wall. Um, it does some nice stuff. Yeah, so collecting things was an absolute breeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have any trouble? No trouble. A um, couple of times I couldn't actually figure out what was going on, but that's because some of the collectibles are on moving platforms and things like you know. Like, oh yeah, on the <laughs> desert where they're, they're on these little things. I'm like, man, it was just here. I swear. Uh-huh. Um, but overall, like a, a whole lot of fun. I it was. Fi- I've, I'm looking at the, my games time. It was 15 hours from start to finish, and I did not feel in any way, shape, or form as if it was a button at any point for any collectible or anything. Any, it was just, it was a, it was a pure, what's the word? Joy, breeze. It was uh, a, it was a joy. It was a joy. And yeah, like that brings me back to, uh, I wonder if that's an insomniac ethos now, because Spider-Man was also Mm -hmm. super easy to platinum. Yep. And you enjoyed platinuming that game as well. Like, uh, if this is a thing that Insomniac is is trying to do is to say, hey, we want you to platinum our game. Here, we'll make everything fun. I think that's a wonderful initiative. I am so tired of the worst trophies in the world. Uh, like, for example, right now I'm playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order of the Phoenix or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. 
looking for collectibles is a giant pain in the nuts in that game. Mm. And I probably won't get that trophy. And again, this is if you care about trophies. But I enjoy trying to wring everything out of a game if I like the game. And I like the game, but that one aspect of it, I'm kind of like, it's not worth it. Who cares? So it is nice to see a game go, no, no, here's everything. We will give you every tool you need to 100% our game because this is fun. That's not to say, you know, getting that really hard-earned platinum is not fun either. It's just, it's a nice change of pace. I I completely agree. And yeah, you're right, Miles is a, a pleasure to play as well and platinum in every way, shape, or like whatever Insomniac come out with next, I will be jumping on and um, I can only see it being good. Unless it's Sunset Overdrive 2. I will uh, not be yeah, jumping on that. That's actually, yeah, good point. Um, that was that was that was a mistake they made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, uh, so something I'm seeing that is uh, divisive about this game is those clank time puzzles. I'm very curious to see what you think. Oh, the lemmings, the lemmings yeah. ones. So I think we spoke about this before, and I can't actually remember what I thought. But I've had a bit of time now. Obviously, like three weeks have passed since we played it, or four weeks, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I I kind of liked the mechanic of it, and I, I liked the idea. It was kind of new. I, I liked it more than I liked the clank levels, where all you were doing was rotating bridges and stuff like that from days gone past. Yeah. This is kind of a riff mm. on the uh, a crack in time yeah. puzzles, where you would record clank's movements. Yeah. In this, uh, like Craig said, it's very much like Lemmings. You'll just see a line of clanks running straight, and you have to manipulate the environment yeah. with different orbs to get them to do different things. Yeah. Um, I liked it much more than the spider level, but I again, I found by the end of it, when you get an idea of what's going on, it felt it it felt like it wasn't a puzzle that was uncovered. It wasn't, it wasn't becoming more apparent on how to complete it as you did it. From the start, if you could see what the solution was, it sometimes felt like a wee bit of... I don't want to say a chore, because that's not fair, but it was like, I know I need to take that ball It became ball a out. task list. Yeah, and then you take that one out and put that... You get a gravity orb that um, lowers gravity for the clanks, and you get a speeding up one, so you combine the two and they fly through the air, but then you need to do, a, you know, like, make something else heavy. And it it was just... I, I know exactly what I said to you. It was great in this, but much like how I feel about Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, the full game just becomes a wee bit... Oh yeah, no, for no, me. No. So I couldn't see a full game of the Clank puzzles, but in this, I, I, it was, I, I'm it was kind okay. of on the same boat as you. I liked it up until it introduced, I think, four orbs, mm-hmm. four different types of orbs, or was it three? Um, you it got the speed, sp- the heavy, the electricity. Speed, heavy, electricity, and gravity. Well, that or would be jump. the same as heavy. Jump, jump. There you go. There, there's the fourth yeah. one. Once you went to four. Before that point, whenever you had the aha moment, it was a quick, okay, let me switch these around. Yeah. They're done. Once you get to four, it becomes a process. That does slow you down. And I like the idea behind them. Like, I like this way more than yeah. I like Lemmings for some reason. But it did get to be a chore. Yeah. Um, and just to, luckily, to highlight... Oh, oh sorry. Dude, I was just going to say to highlight, you know, like... There's no trophy tied to these, and you can press options and skip it, and it just fixes. The, it just yeah, sl- that's just so- what I was gonna. Oh, bring sorry. Up. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, the the I I'm I'm really torn on that skip puzzle thing. 
Uh, if this was in a different game, I might have more of a problem with it. And that sounds like I'm just being like, but it's in Ratchet and Clank, so it's good. But this is so low stakes that I don't think it matters. It's not like, oh, we, you know, this is to test your mental acumen. No, it, it's just, here's an alternate game mode. And a lot of them are optional. Like, you don't even, I don't think you have to do all of them either. Um, I, I don't, I can't remember if they're, I don't think they're part of the story. I, th- I think some of them, you're right, it might be like optional rifts or something like that. Maybe. Who knows? I, I, I want to say, but yeah, who knows? E- either um, way. I mean, I mean, I mean, we should know. <laughs> we should probably. Uh, so yeah, like the glitch, but I, like I'm still torn on glitch. Like I like glitch as an idea. The idea of a socially anxious robot is charming at first. That gets really old after a while. But I think if there were less of the glitch sections, you would have walked away from it going, that was a nice little mini game. Yeah. Uh, I think it just overstayed it welcome a little bit too much. Yeah. And just to be clear, you, Glitch is another character in the game that you carry about that you plug into a computer to unlock doors and override systems. So it's like a hacking tool. I'm probably... I would have, pre- I would, the most... I would have preferred some pipe dream. Ah, uh, some, some pipe dream or that thing in the uh, older games where you had to line up the lights. Oh, I've, I love that. Just right. Do you know? You're the infiltrator. Me, me and Laura were playing a game of the day, and it had a pipe dream section. I was like, "Please, Laura, please let me do it," and she didn't let me do it. And then it had a, a light puzzle where you had to reflect the light with mirrors. Again, I'm like, "Please, let me do it for the love of Out God." Out of curiosity, and we can cut this if you want, Craig. But have you ever played that mm-hmm. sort of pipe dream like arcade game where imagine a Tetris well, right? Like, like yeah. this thing, and. There's um, pipes that are on the left and on the right. And in the middle, it drops Tetris pieces that have pipes in them. And you have to connect from the right to the left as more pieces are dropping. And then it removes them like Tetris. And it's super fun. I'll have to to show you that sometime. Yeah, yeah. We we should play that. It sounds like something we could maybe play and then talk about. And I could be like, Dave, you were right. Let's talk about biscuits. Sure. Um, we should talk about biscuits and crisps. Yes. Um, okay. So um, the next last little, uh, let's say, side activity is the arena. There's not much to it. Some of them are more elaborate than they've been before. But for the most part, it's just the arena. You have to do a little bit of it to continue the story. And then the rest of it is optional. But um, they're arguably some of my favorite parts in every Ratchet & Clank game. Just because it's fun to have a bunch of lizards come at you and you have a gun that turns them into hedges? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean... Um, that, how do you feel about the arena? That arena level where it swaps your gun every three kills or something like that is just hilarious. It's so good. Other ones, the stock standard ones, you know, where you just kill them. I got a lot of my trophies in the arena because, you know, some of the trophies are you freeze and explode ten enemies and at some point you're doing it accidentally. Mm-hmm. It's... It's really nice. I I really thoroughly enjoyed the arena levels. All uh, of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Zircon Junior is a great <laughs> yes. arena master. <laughs> uh, I love his. Um, did you click on the little weapon tutorials when he explains how to use each weapon? Oh, I probably did. Yes, but I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, I did, but I can't. Oh, even some think of some of them are, are just a man laughing maniacally about electrocuting a bunch of people. It's very. Fun. I mean, Mr. Zircon. Everybody knows Mr. Zircon is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also great in this game. Yeah. Uh, since you don't have Mr. Zircon, you have Mr. Fungi. Yeah. 
and Mrs. Fun Guy, which are arguably as good as a Mr. Zircon. Um, I don't want to talk about all the weapons. So, because, you know, that, that's some of the fun of Ratchet and Clank. So I need you to pick two weapons to say, this was a lot of fun. So the first one I'm going to go for is definitely the Topiary Sprinkler. So it's oh, it's wonderful. An area of effect weapon, you shoot it, and any enemies caught in the blast or the radius of this thing turn into bushes and plants and grass, and everything looks really pretty, and it's just hilarious. Even bosses. Uh-huh. That's what I was like. Wait, are they going to do this with like those big old T Rex like boxes? Oh my gosh, that thing is great. Yep. Um. Yeah. I I used the topiary sprinkler quite a bit. I loved that weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one, it's um, been featured in previous games, so it's not so much of a spoiler or anything, but I love the pixelizer. Like, I just think it's hilarious turning enemies into, like, blocky 2D characters. <laughs> with oh, associated... yeah, they look straight out of Doom in this. <laughs> it is wonderful. But with the sound effects and everything change. It's really fun. Um, so those are my two, and I'm sticking to two. What about you? All right, uh, since uh, in games such as um, Diablo or Warcraft, both Blizzard games. Don't know why they came to mind, but I'm a big fan of having 900 million minions and sitting back and smoking a cigarette while <laughs> they kill everything. So so for me, like, having the uh-huh. Mr. Fun Guy, which is just an anthropomorphic alien mushroom with a gun that... You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me, if you're familiar with it, of Slurms from oh, yeah. Futurama. Yeah, yeah. He's like... So tired, and he just wants to stop, but he still has to do the woo. Let's make it a party. Mm-hmm. He's so good, uh, and of course, like from older games, I also do one from older games. The Glove of Doom. Yeah, love the Glove of Doom. Always do. And if you have the Topiary Sprinkler going, the Mister Fun Guy going, <laughs> another weapon that I won't say. Mm-hmm. Plus the Glove of Doom. You've got like eighteen different things firing off at once, and you just kind of sit back and go, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really, I was a big fan of being the Horde Master in this and just like, go my pretties, go. Um, and again, like, solid performance, man. Never, with all those effects going at mm-hmm. once, there was never a drop in frames. It was great. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it really was great. There was one dud weapon for me and one epic surprising weapon and that, the rest of it is just fantastic. <laughs> it really is. Okay, I'm really curious to see what your dud was. Oh, the, um, the 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 drill, the one that goes underground, and then is it the drill dog, the drill hound, oh, the drill okay. hound? Oh yeah, yeah, the drill dog. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> the drill hound um, was the dud for me. I just didn't get much use out of eh, it. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, so yeah, here we go. All right, we're we're gonna have to do this. Um, this is super spoilery, but we gotta mm-hmm. talk about it. The rhino <laughs> yes. is this. Uh, I have I have an affinity for the Rhino version that's like sprinklers and American flags that spring out yeah. while all these fireworks are going <laughs> off. I love that <laughs> <the> music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that weapon. This, however, fits perfectly in this game, and the new Rhino version is awesome. Did you see any of the Easter eggs? Oh, probably, but again, dropped out my head. Um. You can get Sly Cooper. Oh, yeah. You can get Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. You can get a bunch of... It is, it is great. I love it. Um, so, so, no, you know what? Let, let's leave it there. Just let's just say... Yeah. 
because of the rhino, you will see a bunch of different cameos, but I'm not going to explain what the rhino does. Yeah. But it does indeed rip you a new one. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I think for the most part, most of the weapons were either functional or funny and dud. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I had a few duds myself where leveling up was a bit of a... Ugh. But, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let, let's, let's just leave it there. Uh, the weapon selection is great. The weapon selection is great. I didn't take a lot of notes about individual levels because I think to go through them is a bit... It's it's not mundane. Well, not only that, it's super spoilery. It's super spoilery. But the one highlight, and I won't say too much about it, is the level where you are in space and you're magnetizing to all those platforms and you're upside down and you're round about and you're going between dimensions and all, all of this happening at the same time. I, my jaw was like, oh my God, this is amazing because I love spacey types and stuff. I That was just like an absolute level highlight for me. Oh, now see, uh, the one level highlight that I will bring to the, the show is the pirate trials. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to spoil too much, but the, I would pay good money to do the pirate trials. Um, I would say probably the part of the game that made me laugh out loud the most was the pirate trials, mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. The pirate, everything pirate related in this is fantastic. It, it's wonderful. God, it really is. It's just, it's just really good. It's really. You can tell because I'm sorry we can't be specific, <laughs> but. You'll thank us if you decide to play this game. Yeah. Um, the other the other one I'll bring up just because I was curious was the mining section. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, you know, remember the planet where you have to mine the crystals? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really like how when you go between the different versions, one of them feels like it belongs in prey and is kind of spooky, uh-huh. and the other one is like super colorful. Like <laughs> yeah. here's a people my it's like that is a really cool idea i really like that area yeah um you're, you're absolutely right and obviously like when you go to the one where people are you know like alive they're like how did you get here and all this kind of stuff and we're so happy and they're just they're... <laughs> I, I, I love how many of them are like boy it would suck to die wouldn't it I, I love that nothing so bad's gonna happen today guys <laughs> just like mm. <laughs> <laughs> um okay all right that's enough about areas because i want people to see these for themselves and enjoy themselves mm-hmm. so uh let's talk about the bosses yeah uh we're not going to mention any specific bosses we're not going to talk about what they are how did you feel about them oh generally um great time again with the bosses the, the usual slew of you know you have to use a particular technology or power up or weapon or you know like that's just a normal given. Result like, yeah, um, works an absolute treat. Like had no, like no issue with any of the bosses whatsoever. And the way the final boss pans out I, is just or hilarious the, and brilliant. One on one you have with uh, Professor Nefarious, mm-hmm. really good, really good fight. Yeah. Um, there were a couple times where you end up fighting the same mini boss over and over again. And that's kind of a pain in the butt. Like, I got a little tired of him. It's like, ah, okay, you guys yeah. do it. But every, like, proper boss boss, or, like, the section where you do the thing with the shooting the fire. Um, <laughs> yes. Platinum could learn a few things. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed that part. 
but on the whole, yeah, I enjoyed all the bosses. Like, like it was a genuine treat to see some of these. Yeah. Especially the dead ones, where you're like, oh my god, look at that. Um, anyway. Uh, so, since this is a single episode, and we're coming up on an hour. Uh, well, probably less when we edit it down. Uh-huh. To us babbling. Um, what do you think about calling it here? Um, do you know, I think it's kind of wise, because there's, we'll just keep gushing and saying to people... For the love of God, go and play this game. We do not want to spoil anything else. You know, Dave said at the start, we've got we've done more final thoughts at the start because you should actually just be going to play it. So I'm hoping the only people listening now have already played it and they're currently smiling, going, Yeah, that was a great game. You know, like that's that's kind of where we're at. I'm genuinely saddened that I platinumed it and have no reason to play it again. Yeah, no, I totally get what you mean because when like a platinum for me is the I'm putting this game down now. That's it, gone to rest. And fifteen hours, I so many times we've spoken about my ratio of pennies to hours of entertainment. It's this is on the thinner side of what you get for your money, but it's absolutely worth every penny. Like it's just so entertaining that it. it doesn't that ratio doesn't no, apply uh, yeah, for me uh, this. this is on the shorter now see um i put 19 hours into it i just checked mine and a lot of that was just running mm-hmm. around and seeing stupid little easter eggs and uh try, playing a little bit more like i probably played three hours on the 60 fps mode i'm guessing um but yeah like like that's not a lot of game time for the money you're gonna spend for them maybe not now like i, I don't know what it's going for now um but I bought it day one because it's Ratchet and Clank. That's what you do. Um, and I was genuinely happy that I played it day one. Now, this is taking for granted you have a PS5. You might not have a PS5. But if you don't, and that sucks, I'm sorry. I wish you had a PS5. Um, it is nice to see this is like the first game that's like, no, 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 no. You need to get a PS5 for this game. Um... I think this is going to be a bit of a trendsetter when it comes to further on games, especially with how it utilizes the loading, how it utilizes the different graphic modes. Like, this seems to be a, okay, this right here is when next-gen kicks off. Like, there's a few PS5 next-gen-y type games that pop it. Like, I've now played Black Ops Cold War, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's a PlayStation 5 game, but it's not like next-gen, it's just a new... Call of Duty. Um, The other one that pops immediately into my my mind is Miles Morales, which accidentally is Insomniac as well. Like, they seem to have taken this next generation thing and went, we're going to do something that's actually next gen. Now, hold on. I have a question for you about Miles Morales Mm -hmm. then. Because I still haven't got my hands on it because it's still a little pricey. Um, What... I like about Ratchet and Clank is the next gen stuff is not just graphics. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like with the Rift thing or the way it does some levels. Leave it vague. Um, is, is there, this is not just next gen graphic stuff in Miles Morales? Oh, yeah, like, is it also mechanical? It, it's, it's mechanical as well. It does new things that are cool, but it uses the controller well. You know, it does the performance stuff. It does the instant loading. It looks great. It does all of that. But I think... What solidifies it is it's 
it's just it's Spider-Man again, but and I keep saying this, and you still haven't played it. I might actually just—it's expensive. It's expensive, but it blows the original Spider-Man out of the water, which is crazy because that was already a really amazing game. It just—it does everything really good. Okay, Lee. so it seems like Insomniac <laughs> is really on board of no. Let come on, let's get the next gen started. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and, which I'm very happy to see. Because I have a few PS5 games. I think I've got, like, five. But even stuff like Returnal, yeah. right? Like, we've both played Returnal. That doesn't seem like you couldn't have done it on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not much about it that's like, oh, no, there's no way this could have been done. Yeah. But this was the first game that was like, okay, no way this could have been done. Yeah, it's... It, you, it, and I think we will just see more and more of it as developers get to grips with the, the power that's available. Like, when you think about what... GTA 5 looked like at the end of the PlayStation 3. It was like, this is a PlayStation 3 game. This is mental how good it looked at the end of that that generation. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I've absolutely no doubt that it's going to be amazeballs. I think the only game that's really kind of, like, graphically and generally blown me out of the water was that The Order... 1872 or whatever the hell it was because that 1886 yeah, yeah. For, the, for the start of PlayStation 4 that game looked incredible and it still looks incredible that, <laughs> it still looks pretty good to this day yeah, yeah it, it's pretty impressive um, so I think like um, like you're right Ratchet and Clank is this next gen I can hear screaming from Laura's TV it is this next gen this generation's ne- oh fuck off Craig carry on it's Dave. the kickoff yes thank you that's fine. Uh, so, in case you haven't noticed, um, we're not huge fans of the game. <laughs> if you find it cheap, go ahead and grab it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like like you can tell from how excited we are to talk about it. And this is after we've talked about it behind the scenes quite a bit. Um, this game is... I Hopefully, there will be stuff that makes this game look run-of-the-mill, because that would be amazing. But as it sits right now, this is something super special, super fun, super lightweight. It's not going to be a large time investment, which is a good and a bad thing for me because I might want to play a 50-hour Ratchet and Clank game. That might be kind of fun. I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, this is... <clears throat> Craig? Yes? If you, could, could you very... Um, Quietly hum pomp and circumstance. What? How? While I say the next. Hang thing. on, hang on, hang on. What? What does that mean? Hum what? Pop. You know the hmm 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 hmm. Oh yeah, that one. Okay, right, I'll do that. I would like to induct Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart into the Effects Hall of Fame, up there with the likes of Darkest Dungeon. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, here we go with the beatbot. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> if anybody owns a time travel machine, if they could go back and kill Craig before he finds out what beatboxing is, that yeah. would be super helpful. All right, so that's that's where we're going to wrap up Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for right now. Hit us up on the website. Let us know what you think, because I'd love to read and see what people think about this. Uh, otherwise, uh, thank you very much for listening. Buy Ratchet and Clank, please. It's super cool. So... Craig? Yes. Say goodnight to the nice people. Good night, nice people. I Oh eh. my god. What? Rhino is rip you a new one. You said that and it's taken this Ah oh.
Oh. <laughs> oh, yes! Right! Rhino stands for rip you a new one. Ah, oh, right, okay. I wondered why you said that so pointedly. <laughs> oh, alright, alright. So so then, uh, uh, bonus for all our gold subscribers here. Um, which do you feel is the, the better name? The rip you a new one or the big fucking gun? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of torn. Like, I think both are really good, mm -hmm. so we need a third competitor. Somebody come up with a really fun name. If you know of any, hit us up on the website and tell us your vote for what should be immortalized as the best stupid name for a gun. Because I really like Review Newman. <laughs>